Hello and welcome to the I Don't Know podcast. I'm your host. I'm Christina. This is a podcast all about shit that goes on in your 20s. Today I have a very fun and special guest. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, Emily. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> My name's Emily, and we're about to get super soft. <laughs> We've also had a bottle of wine, which I understand doesn't sound like a lot, but we don't really drink because we're in our 20s, but we're boring, so yeah. Honestly, we're a little boring. It's one of those things. Okay. Anyways, today, <laughs> we don't really know what we're talking about. We're just going to kind of get into it. Um, yeah, so let's just fucking get into it. So I was just telling Emily about how my mom made such a good point. Shout out to my mom because she's like the realest supporter. <laughs> she was telling me about how my podcast reminds her of Seinfeld because she was saying that it's like a show about nothing. <laughs> and like, that's literally what I think my podcast. It's literally what we're doing. Yeah. She was like, your podcast is kind of like a show about nothing, but about everything at the same time. Cause I was like, yeah, I want to do like conspiracy theories. I want to do true crime, but I also want to talk about like advice and life and like so many things that don't really go together. And nope. she was like, yeah, no, that's like Seinfeld. It's like a show that is nothing but about everything. And I really think that's the best description I've gotten about this show. Also, just wanted to say thank you to like everybody for supporting me because I really thought when I started podcasting, everybody was going to shit on me. I was like, everybody's going to be like, a little bit. yeah, just a little bit. It's been totally fine. <laughs> it's been like doable. No, but seriously, I've gotten so much support from people that I did not I don't know, just, I really thought I was going to start this and people were going to be like, what a fucking weirdo. (laughs) Why is she podcasting? Who the fuck is she? Right, Christina sucks. Everybody, Christina sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what I, I don't know. My anxiety just like thought that was going to happen, but no, it has been so, like everybody's been so supportive and I don't know why because I'm not that cool, but like I'm very appreciative. They're not cool at all. I don't know why people are tuning in. I don't know either, but we'll like, keep out. doing it, please. I want to make millions off please, of this. Please, we want money. This please, is please, please, literally, please. please. Thank you, please. Thanks, please. <laughs> Anyways, just wanted to say thank you to everybody for seriously being like super supportive. Really appreciate it. And with that, we are going to get into this motherfucking episode after we go go and like grab some more alcohol. We need more wine. We need more wine because this is like not enough. Okay, thanks. Bye. So today with Emily, we are going to be talking about empathy and love. It's going to be a very different topic, kind of, than what we've been talking about. We also don't mind eating sounds because we had to walk. (laughs) We walked in the rain to go get food because we're a little tipsy. And we also got another bottle of wine, so this should be very, very it's be interesting. It's going to be a lot more interesting. A lot more. Yeah, Emily, so you go ahead and take it away. You go ahead and start with your ideas. Oh my god, okay. Um, well, I want to start on the topic of settling and empathy and love. And I feel that in the concept of love, it's not just a relationship thing, because we all want to think, oh, love is like a feeling you get when it's the one, or it's like the romance. true love. Yeah, romance, like... Yeah. But love is really, like, it's a feeling followed by a decision. It's a feeling of that you get with your family, that you get with your friends, that you get with even a significant other, and it's followed by the decision of, okay, I'm going to work my ass off, and this person's going to be in my life, or they're not. And for me, I feel settling begins when you skip that step of feeling. You, Mm. You want the idea of someone in your head more than you actually want that person, and You'll make every excuse in the book of why that person's right. And at the end of the day, like, 
is going to come back to bite you in the ass. And that's, that's something that I really feel like a lot of people struggle with. Um, and I know I struggle with it all the time. I mean, we're humans. We want family in our lives. We want friends in our lives and stuff, but our whole concept of not wanting to be alone turns into something that really tears us down more than actually being alone itself. And that's just, I don't know. That's my take on like the whole situation of, no, I think that's really interesting. And I also kind of want to intro this also with just saying we are not here to like lecture anybody. We're here to kind of give you guys our experiences and what we've been through and just hoping that it could like somebody else feels the same way or it could reach the right ears. And if somebody is in that situation, they kind of hear this and think like, Oh my God, no, I feel that too. So just starting off with saying we're not here to lecture. We're not here to say that we are professionals on anything. Oh, absolutely not. I'm the biggest fuck up I know. (laughs) (laughs) Quite honestly. Just to kind of give our perspectives on like what we've been through. And I totally agree with that. I absolutely feel like love, a big part of it my whole life has been thinking that love is a huge choice, which I've always thought is easy almost because you can choose to love whoever you want. And if you, I'm, I think I'm naturally a very hard worker and I think love is a lot of hard work. And when I think of, oh, if this thing of love is hard work, I can do it because I'm a hard worker. I can make anything work. I can love anybody because I could make it work. You know what I'm saying? No, that's so. just full of food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we all like, we all want the decision. We all want to be loved. And that's yeah. where we all are faulted because we all want to be loved by family, friends, significant others. We all want to feel like someone's there for us. And whether that's a good influence or not, like we'll make every excuse in the book to say why they are a good influence. And at the end of the day, like it may take us months, years, you know, however long it takes for us to realize like this person is actually really holding us back in life. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like I feel it ties back to your concept of the art of comparison from the last one is we want to compare ourselves to other other people and we want to feel what other people quote unquote feel as compared to Instagram or whatever. But at the end of the day, the only thing we see are good moments. And I think people don't really understand that like, yeah, there are good moments, but like, if you don't take on the bad moments head on and you don't really have that feeling of like, okay, I love this person. It's worth it. Then it's just going to fall apart and it's going to break down, you know? Yeah. I think it's so easy to to compare like couples on Instagram and stuff. Like, Oh my God, they're so in love. And then they're on vacation. What (laughs) bitch? Yeah, literally. And then when they break up, you're like, what went wrong? Nobody knows, you know, like what's going on within the relationship. That's really intimate and it's so between those two people nobody knows you can put on such good face for so long oh yeah and then all of a sudden somebody breaks up and it feels sudden to everybody but then to the people inside of it it's like no this was like a long time coming kind Mm -hmm. of thing no what I was gonna say too is I think we're so young and we're still literal babies in this world we're fucking we're 22 you're almost 23 but like we are literal babies (laughs) shut up (laughs) we don't really know what the fuck is going on like we could say we love somebody today and in a year from now we can look back and laugh and be like oh my god remember when we thought we were like so in love with that fucking person like the jonas brothers and their new album can we talk about that for oh a my second? god can we please oh my god oh my god i'm it's... so mad that joe jonas is not in the middle anymore oh yeah absolutely but i mean like I've i love nick, nick. Oh i love god. nick but His, joe was um, my bitch introducing me if anyone knows what i'm talking about if you don't you can go F yourselves because <laughs> wow, that got, no, really not, <laughs> that got really dark. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
But um, no, yeah, honestly, I'm kind of bad because Joe Jonas is he. Joe, has to be the head. we all know Joe is that bitch. Oh my god, he is that bitch. Like I he love you, Nick. Heart. I love you, Nick. But Joe with those goddamn bangs. If you oh, can work bitch. bangs, you can have my heart. You can you have know what my, I mean? You can have my everything. I'm not, <laughs> like, not going to get I'm explicit saying. right now, but you can have my anything you fucking want. <laughs> okay. Also, you guys, we're going to take a quick fucking break because we were just talking about the Red Table Talk with Jordan Woods. Because, oh, bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, today's Friday. And so today is the day that the Red Table Talk came out. Oh, my God. I'm on Honestly, Jordan's side for sure. Oh, absolutely. I think the Kardashians want all the attention they can get yeah. and they need to fucking get over themselves. You're too old to be dealing with this kind of drama. Thank you. Like, Kylie, that's my bitch for I sure. Love, oh, I Kylie. feel bad for Kylie. Kylie for life. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really bad for Kylie because that fucking sucks. Like, if, if if that was my best friend, I would feel like shit. But Chloe. Homegirl, you are a grown woman, and you are out here trying to trash talk a 21-year-old when your man's a dog. Oh my God. Like, and at the end of the day, like, for me, I'm like, if I'm dating you and I love you, like, I'm expecting you to love me and respect me the same way. And if some, like, bomb-ass bitch comes up to you, it's like, you gotta love me. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But, but you have to say no. You yeah. gotta say no. It's, like, on the, it's on the person who's in the relationship. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. It's like, it's not on the single person because a single person's gonna be a fucking single hoe. Like, yeah, I've gotta feel be that. A, once upon a time, not long ago, I, I was a hoe. <laughs> and I'm admitting it. <laughs> Bye. Okay, anyways. Um, no, but like, I don't know. And what I'm saying, like, with Kylie and Jordan's situation, it's, I've always said, like, you choose your family. And, like, mm-hmm. for her, it's almost like, yeah, she and Jordan are best friends. They live together and stuff, but how close were she and Chloe really? Mm-hmm. Or was it almost the pressure of society saying, like, oh, well, that's your sister. Like, if you don't choose her, you're fucked up. It's like Kylie had, like, a make-or-break situation with her own career. So, mm-hmm. and that's not fair to her. And I don't think it's worth losing a friend over. Like, I don't know. For me, I'm like, I fuck up all the time, and if you guys ever left me, I'd be like, well, yeah, damn it. <laughs> yeah, and that, <laughs> you know? and, like... I don't know. I I also feel like Jordan isn't telling the whole story. Oh, I feel like there's more to it, but I'm not going to press her on that because I'm still on her side and I still just think Chloe's being like a dumbass bitch. That's just my prerogative. She's too old to be dealing with the shit. That's what I'm saying. Like for so long, I thought of her as like a really strong, independent, like cool ass bitch. No, absolutely not. She's not. She did it for attention. I've always thought that. It's just like annoying. mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, I totally got dragged into this drama. I'm not, like, I feel like we're not ones to ever really feed into drama, like, social That's drama. <laughs> well, I mean, I never really follow, okay, I love Kylie. That's, like, my bitch. Oh. I, I love her. But I never really, like, feed into Kardashian drama just because I feel like it's always, um, like, pub- publicity. Pub- it's public? always, like, over-exaggerated for publicity. Yeah, it's, like, always for publicity. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> but, I don't know, with this, I got so dragged in, and I've, like, so well, invested in the story. we all feel it, honestly. Like, we all are nervous. Like, quite honestly, it's sad how if our boyfriends or girlfriends or anyone, like, goes out with, like, one of our best friends, we're always in the back of our head, like, oh, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. is everything okay, you know? And that's just how society is nowadays. Like, we're all comparing ourselves. We're all nervous and, like... At the end of the day, it comes down to trust. It's like, does that person love me? Yes. Like, you know, and has that person been with people before me? Yes, but they chose to be with me now. So it's all about, like, that concept of we're afraid that our person's going to leave us after Mm -hmm. we made the decision to love them. They didn't make the decision to love us back. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I mean, it's easy to kind of keep that in the back of your mind and think, like, oh, fuck. But. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Bitch, who am I? If anyone tries you, bitch, let me know. <laughs> if anyone tries you, bitch. Uh, love you, bestie. <laughs> I love. That's a shout out to Ricky Thompson. If uh-huh. you guys don't know, 
All right, guys, we were getting kind of, and not kind of, we were getting very off topic. So we decided to look up a couple of questions about love. We have a couple here. So we're gonna discuss. And the first one, ooh, I wanna talk about this one. <laughs> How can we be sure that we really love somebody? So, oh shit, I'm a hopeless romantic. I am too. And I think Absolutely. I will <laughs> always have the mindset that you're supposed to, I think, I really, really think that there is somebody on this planet for everybody. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think there's one person meant for everyone, and we have to kiss a ton of frogs to get there. So. Yeah, no, I really I agree with that because I feel like there's somebody here for everybody, and whether or not you want to settle. Like, I, I don't think that everybody necessarily finds their one, but I do feel like the people who are patient enough and the people who are passionate enough maybe are able to find that person i think it's the concept of like not letting other people tell you what's right and wrong like mm -hmm. for me it's it's the concept of like i don't believe in the wrong timing i believe in the wrong person like mm -hmm. i believe yes like Preach yeah this. like i really don't think that like, people are like oh my god it was the wrong timing i was meant to be with that i'm like no you fucking weren't i'm like yeah you either loved them or you didn't. And the, if the feeling goes away, you didn't really love them. And if it stays, you really did love them. And you know, it's... And not just that. I think some people are lessons for oh, yeah. sure. Oh, Some absolutely. people come into your life and you really think like th that's the one, but they're here to teach you a lesson. Whether you want to listen or not, like that person's a lesson. I agree. And I think a lot of people don't even get to that stage, you know? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. So I really think it's just, I think it's a gut feeling. I feel like love is supposed to be... A fucking fairy tale. I feel like everybody deserves that. Even if you don't like cheesy romance, mm -hmm. I feel like everybody deserves a fairy tale romance, mm -hmm. stupid, cheesy love story because mm -hmm. I think that's, I don't know, that's how I always wanted it to be growing up and like seeing my parents divorce at such a young age, I think really instilled this idea that that's not right and like there is something better out there. And I think, I don't know, ever since just yeah. a young age, I really thought... Everybody deserves that. Everybody deser deserves a stupid, cheesy love that makes yeah. their stomachs flutter. And when you know, you know. Yeah. And I mean? agree. I mean, like, I mean, my parents aren't together in any way, shape or form and I don't look up to them in a love sense at all, but I, I agree. Like, I think love should be a fairy tale, and it shouldn't be a fairy tale. It's in like this guy comes in and sweeps you off your feet mm -hmm. and does like all this shit for you. It's one of those things where the guy comes in and your heart almost like elevates like yeah. something about the situation. Like you feel complete, you feel content, whether you say a million words or you say one, it's like, you know, that person is your person. And yeah. I think love is, love is not a decision in the meantime. I think mm -hmm. in initially love is a feeling. Yeah, and absolutely. It's one of those things where you either know you don't like, you're right. It's like, you know, it's like they either give you the fairy tale or they don't. And it's not like, on the aspect of them, like, buying you a bunch of things or them, like, you know, like, taking you on a bunch of adventures. It's on the aspect of, do they make you feel that one thing? And if you know what we're talking about... It's unexplainable. You know, That's the thing. It's, it's not, it's, yeah. You can't explain it. It's a gut feeling. Exactly. It's like, your yeah. breath is gone. It's like, when you're with that person and, like, you know, it's cliche, but it's like, they kiss you or they, like, are around you. It's like, your breath is gone. Like, your heart is, like, just fucking in your head. Like, you don't know what's going on and you're confused and you're... I've said earlier, you're screaming <laughs> in your car on the way home, like, what the fuck is this? Like, this yeah. fucking sucks. That's love because it's not explainable. And you, even if you don't want it to happen, it's going to happen. So. And I think something I want to bring up too, 
is we emphasize love within significant others so much as a society. And -hmm. I think it's so important to also emphasize love between like your friends because snaps. Yeah. No, seriously. Like I've had so many, like you and Paige and like Julia and Lindsay and so many friends in my life that I have loved so deeply to the point where it's like, I would rather have love between friends than a significant other, at least at the time being. I will never love someone the way I love my friends. Yeah. And it's just so genuine. And I think that's such a pure love that we totally underplay you know like and it really like hurts my heart when girls say like oh I hate other girls because I'm like no you don't know what you're missing out on you know like no you have such like I don't know just my friendships have been so important to me too to the point where it's like that love is so valuable and so important and it's almost like at least in our 20s I think that should be almost as much if not more valuable than love between significant others because those are the people that help you grow those are the people that truly have your like best I don't know your best like life in mm-hmm. in their mind like they are looking out for your your best looks yeah and so. yeah absolutely like I for me like as much as I'm a hopeless romantic like I will never love someone like I love my friends like yeah, absolutely. you and like Paige, you're going to listen to this and you're going to fucking cry, <laughs> bitch. Cry. Sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will never, ever love someone like I love my friends. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's not to say, like, the person I end up with or anything, I'm going to love them less. But at the same time, it's like, your friends are there for you when you're ugly, yeah. when you're sad, when you're happy, when you're yeah. crazy, when you're anything. Like, your friends are there to say, sit down, or they're to say, get the fuck up. We're going to go out. Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like... And they know you at, like, every stage, which oh, is so... every one of them. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, of course, a significant other can, too, but with a friend, it's so different. so much Yeah, it's yeah. just so different. <laughs> All the like, shit you can't say to your significant yeah. other. No, seriously. <laughs> so it's like, God, I just think, like, intimacy, but I guess intimacy isn't the right word I'm looking for. Between friends is so I think so intimacy important. is underdefined. I think Absolutely. intimacy is meant as, like, a sexual thing, but intimacy is really meant as, like... I don't know, like, I, like I said, like, your heart feels full when you're in love with someone. I feel that when I'm talking to my friends, or, like, if I'm there yeah. for, like, you guys, like, yeah. I do. I feel like my heart is completely full. Like, like right now, yeah. I feel like my heart is full. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, missing anything. <laughs> Literally, shut up. <laughs> don't be soft right now. We're gonna get real less. <laughs> real love. Searching for that real love. Little Mary J. Blige. Get it, bitch. Anyways. Um, but it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you either love someone or you don't. And, I mean, like, it's your best friend's should be your first love. And people say, like, oh, your parents should be your first love. At the end of the day, like, you choose your first love. Like, and it's it's not a conscious thing. It's a subconscious thing. It's, like, you feel it in your heart. And if your friends aren't your first love, like, you are you don't have the right friends. Absolutely. Like, collapse to that shit. <laughs> that's no, more snaps, but... <laughs> no, because I feel like I've gotten so lucky in my life to have such good friends. Oh, absolutely. Like, I had high school best friends that are, I feel like, lifelong friends. I don't think... Julian Lindsay, if you're listening to this, because Ooh, what's up, guys? those are my gals, and I feel like I'll never lose them as friends. Like, they've seen me at my worst. And then I got to, co- to college, and I made you and Paige as, like, best lifelong friends, and I feel like I got really lucky with that, that a lot of people don't, you know? And it's so important to have those friendships that they put you in line when you need to be put in line, but they also, like, will support you when you need to be supported and just mm-hmm. are, like, there for you. Because at the end of the day, like... I don't know. Like, I think we overestimate the concept of a significant other, and we that's what we search 
we, when we're lonely, we search for a significant other instead of, like, I cuddle with my friends. Like, fuck it. Like, I'll cuddle with my best friend. I'll <laughs> be like, cuddle What's tonight? up, Christina? You want to cuddle? What's good, bitch? You know, it's like, but it's one of those things where, like, it doesn't matter, like, if you have, like, someone you're dating or you're not, or if you have, like, you know, as long as you have that core group of friends that knows you to the core, that knows, like, if you don't talk to them for a day, like, I don't know, like, for me, like, when my friends, when you and Paige know I'm upset, it's more of, like, Emily, we're getting a coffee and we're going on a walk. Like, yeah. you guys know exactly what to do. And, like, as much as you want to find that in someone else, you can't find that in someone. They find that in you. Absolutely. So. And, like, also switching it up a little bit to find that within yourself. Oh, you know? absolutely. And that is, like, so important to have friends who will also say, no, after this you get new. out of a relationship, like, take your fucking time to, like, I don't know. Just, I think it's important. Ooh, do you think love wears out with time? I don't think the love was meant to be if it wears out with time. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> What's up? I think, yeah, honestly, like, absolutely. I don't think, like, real love wears out over time. I think that love is manifested. I think it's, I've said earlier, it's the love that, it's the idea of the person. It's, mm-hmm. if you really love someone, like, and I have felt it, and it's one of those things where you're either going to fight or you're going to fucking go. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to just give up and throw your hands up, like, it wasn't real love. And love is not meant to wear out. Love is meant to be hard. And yeah. you're either going to put your foot down and say, you're not, like, we're going to work through this, you're not leaving, or you're going to take a step back and say, go ahead and walk through the door. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I think... Oh, what's the fucking question again? Sign Does in. love wear out with time? Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I'm the worst. <laughs> no, I absolutely don't think love wears out with time. I think, I don't know, from at least the relationships that I look up to, which are very few and far in between, but like my aunt and uncle, for one, they've been married, I want to say 10 years now. And they are what I think of as an epitome of like true love. They met when my aunt was actually dating somebody else. Oh shit. They're both teachers and they met through work and I like from what she tells me she's like yeah he was just really sweet and we were just really close friends for like years and when I broke up with my boyfriend we started dating and it was just one of those things that I knew and it was very like a Jim and Pam kind of thing where it's like he almost waited for her well you can't he knew how you feel and you don't know how you feel honestly like yeah and so basically they've been dating for or not dating they've been married for like probably (laughs) almost very different almost (laughs) yeah a little different I don't know Uh, (laughs) could be best friends we don't know who knows? Friend zone. But yeah, they've been um, married for almost, I want to say something around 10 years and they're more in love than ever. They do date nights. They call me over to babysit, which I love. I'm like, I will babysit whenever you guys need me to because I love them so much. And they balance each other so well. When I see them together, just interacting, even when it's just at their house and like hanging out, they're so... It's just something almost indescribable. They're just so good together. And they're not able to be put in words. Yeah. And it's just like, that is what I want my future to be like. And I don't care what it takes. Like, I don't care if I have to wait 20 years to get to it. But like, I feel like that is what everybody deserves is to be so fucking completely infatuated with their partner that it never wears out. And I don't think love should ever wear out. I feel like when you're 90, you should still be in love with each other, even if it's like a different type of love. Okay. I have another question that Uh I want to talk about because this one sounds... Um, I don't know about yet. We probably have a little bit longer, honestly, because oh, dear Lord. we can make this as long as I, I need want. another Pringle. <laughs> so, barbecue flavor think... Pringles, by the way. Yes, Best. those are so good. Uh-huh. Um, getting married, what does it add to our lives? 
Oh, this one like gets me because best, I one of my best know. friends from back home is getting married actually significantly. Isn't that crazy? I want to hear your opinion first. Okay. Well, I was watching and if any of my gal pals out there have watched, he's just not that into you, which Emily has not fucking watched. Okay. You know, God damn it, dude. Dude. I got to watch course. it tonight. Can we watch it tonight? Seriously. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Because you need to watch that. It is my favorite movie. Probably of all time. I think I could watch it like 50 times in a row and like yeah, still love it. Yeah, you were super stoked when we were watching it and I was about to fall asleep and I think you got mad at me. Literally. Yeah, I was a little mad. I was like, you're going to fucking go to sleep right You're now? Like, bitch, right now? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you dumb, dumb bitch. <laughs> no, okay. Anyways. Oh, fuck. What the fuck was I going to say? <laughs> I forgot what tangent I was going on. Oh my God. What was, oh, marriage. Oh my God. Jennifer Aniston. And that, no, not Jennifer Aniston. Wait, Jennifer Aniston is a god. Yes. Can actually, no, it was. second? Yeah, like, Jennifer sure. Aniston is like my favorite love, person. It was for sure Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston who I was talking about. Yeah, though. she was married. Yeah. Oh, no, so, she, no, she, the guy, the guy would marry her. her. Yes. Oh my God. So. Fuck that guy, by I the feel way. like, yeah. I don't know. For me, I, in a, Paige, Paige is going to hate us for this because she does not believe Anyways, I think that marriage is, at least for me, it's something I for sure want. Like, I think that when you commit yourself to somebody for the rest of your life, it's really important. But I will say. Ooh, that's a big butt. Big booty G. But, yeah. No, but I don't necessarily think. Hmm, how am I going to say this? Because basically what I'm trying to say is as much as I love my parents and I very appreciate them for bringing me into this world, absolutely don't think they should have gotten married, which I've told them to their faces. <laughs> and like, I think you should absolutely get married with somebody if you are 110% certain that you're going to stay with that person for the rest of your life. Like if that is your person for the rest of your life, you sh there should be no reason why you shouldn't get married, you know? I don't understand really the concept of like, well, why do we need a title if I love you and you know I love you? Well, if you love me, then why wouldn't you marry me? Like, I don't know. For me personally, and maybe in five years, I will have a different idea about it. But for me right now where I'm at, mentally, I just don't really understand what would stop somebody from marrying another person that they truly 100% love. Now, there's different situations where, oh, we I got knocked up. We should probably get married because it's the quote-unquote mm. right thing to do. Shout out to my parents. Who Love you guys a lot. No one. <laughs> Cheers. Love you guys a lot. Thank you a lot for having me. But Blessed. Blessed be the fruit that bared yeah. Christina. Me. Seriously. <laughs> Mom. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if I was in that situation, I don't know if I would marry that person because if it's for me, if it's not a hundred percent what I want and if it's not a hundred and ten percent what I idealize for the rest of my future, I'm not gonna do it. Even if I'm accidentally knocked up. You know what I mean? So that's what I think. That was a tangent. <laughs> what do you think? Oh Lord, you wanna know what I think of marriage? <laughs> yeah, like getting married. What do you think it adds to our lives? Do you think it adds anything? Do you think it's negative? What do you think? I don't think, okay, this, this is hard because my, one of my best friends is getting married. Shout out to Ashley. She probably won't hear this, but like. <laughs> you have to tell I'm her to listen to the podcast. I'm fucking here for it. If she hears it, she's going to want to fucking punch me in the face. <laughs> I think, I don't know, like for me, like I don't think marriage really adds anything or takes anything away. I think it's just your way of 
accepting that that's your person. Yeah, and right? I, feel I like think that too. it's, for me, like, I, my biggest fear, I was talking about this earlier, is like, you know, like, people get married because they feel like, oh, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, they feel like, oh, like, this makes sense. Or we've been together for seven years, so why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I think, like, people get married just because, like, they can make excuses for it. Like, and my parents did it. Like, I don't know. It's like, you have to think about the end of the day. Like, I don't know. Like, this is going to sound super soft of me, but I think about, like, if I have kids one day, like, what kind of household do I want to raise them in? Like, <gasps> yo, preach like, on that shit. Right? I'm no, like, seriously. I know a lot of friends, like, that are fucked up because of their parents, and it's like, it's one of those things of, like, are you going to get married for the sake of your kids or are you going to get married for the sake of yourselves? Because if your own personal happiness isn't 100%, you're not going to give your kids 100%. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute because that's mm-hmm. some real shit. No, because let's talk about, like, fucking parenting. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, you go, no. you go off first. Listen, okay. I will go off parenting. I was thinking about this. Okay, so guys, I watched Lady Bird, which if any of you guys have not watched – Please go fucking watch that movie. Watch it brought it. back, or not brought back, but it like just brought up so many ideas in my head about how, and I was like, okay, I feel like parents should like take a mental health test before they have kids. You know, I, don't think, I just feel like there's so many people yeah. in this world who like should not have fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I know that sounds so fucked up. And like, if I was to carry that idea out, it would probably not be very good. <laughs> not be very loved. <laughs> not be very good. But, but what I'm saying is you. like, <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is like, there's so many parents out there that do so much damage to their kids that they don't even understand that they do. And it's not intentional. And it's not that it necessarily has to be intentional. But what I'm saying is like, there's this, there, there's like a lot to raising a kid that people just, I don't know, like having kids is so much more than literally just having kids. Like there's so much more shit that goes into it. You have to be mentally okay with yourself. And you also have to be like ready to be an example for that kid for your entire life. So like if you're age 21, which I know a lot of parents, a lot of people from my high school that have had kids. And I just, for me personally, I could not be a good parent right now. I would fuck up in so many ways that I know that I would fuck up my kid. And it's like, I could only hope and pray that my kid would be empathetic later on in their life to like, forgive me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's parenting trips me the fuck out. And it really scares the shit out of me because I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to have kids until I am 120% good in my own life. I don't want to have kids until I am a hundred percent sure that the person I'm with is going to be a great, amazing co-parent at least. Like, that is where the the bar is set at the lowest, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if the person that I end up having kids with is not with me, I want them to at least be a very good co-parent. Mm-hmm. And at the highest, I want to be absolutely in love with that person and show our kids, like, this is what the example should be. I want to be an example, kind of like you said. Mm-hmm. And that was, again, a very long tangent. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> no, it makes sense. I mean, I studied this kind of stuff, and that's I studied it because of my family. Like, I didn't study it because I wanted to really go into it as a career, like, but... I think with marriage and with people, it's, if you look at the divorce rate for our parents, like our gener- our parents' generation, like their divorce rate was a lot higher than ours. And also their marriage rate is a lot higher than ours because I feel like our generation is more in tune with the fact that we're not just going to get married because like we feel like we need to because socially like 
their parents were saying, like, you need to get married, you need to have kids, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And our parents are showing us, like, oh, we're single parents, like, fuck the other person, you know? Yeah. So it's like, we're seeing the very opposite side of the spectrum, and... I saw a tweet today that's so stupid. I hate talking about Twitter, but I love it's Twitter. It's literally <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Read my fucking tweet. But I think like um, there was a tweet I saw today that was like, "Would you rather have your kids say like, oh my god, like I don't know what to do, or would they say like I need to call my parent, like I need to call this person, like." I'd rather be the person that my kids want to call if they're in trouble, if they're high, drunk, got in a car accident, like anything. Like, I don't care, like, what happened. Like, I want my kids to know, like, I fucked up too. Yeah. I fucked up the same way they fucked up. My parents fucked up more than I fucked up. Like, you know, it's like, we're all messed up in our own ways and we kind of have to, like, accept that and know, like, no one is perfect and our kids aren't going to be perfect no matter how much you love them, how much you take care of them. Like, your kids are going to be your kids and they're going to mess up the way you messed up and you just have to kind of like hug them and hold them and say like, it's all going to be okay at the end of the day. You know, we have gone over time. We've talked for over an hour. Well, so we're going to end this just with saying thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys. I really hope again, you guys have gotten some good tips. I hope that this is getting a little bit better with time. Like I said, in the first episode, we are learning as we go. I'm really happy that today we had Emily on. Thank you for being on. You're welcome. We are going to continue to grow. I'm really fucking excited for where this podcast is going because like my mom said, we are a whole lot of nothing, but we are a whole lot of everything mm-hmm. as well. True James. <laughs> we are going to cover everything. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys next week. Have a great fucking week. Hell yeah, bitches. Fuck up this week. Let's Yes. And I will see you guys it's next gonna week. It's going to be hump day when this is posted, right? Yes. Happy motherfucking hump day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, and I will see you guys next week. <laughs>